And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Arnie's DIY Spacesuits. We provide the fishbowl and duct tape. You provide the victim, a uh, body, a uh, manpower. Arnie's DIY Spacesuits. Previously on Cautious Optimism. Hello, this is Shipcom, your fully automated ship system. I will take over flying this hunk of junk now. We need to change some settings somewhere. Shipcom suggests purchasing cryopods for organic life forms to remain in stasis during space travel. Shipcom, you seem very frustrated by being here. Is there anything we can do to make your situation more bearable? Because it's not going to change, but we still need to find a way to be okay with the situation we're in and make the best of it. The newly extended long-range sensors have detected a vessel approaching on an intercept course. Everybody is awoken by the red lights and klaxons of the red alert. Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mature. I am a doctor. A nine foot tall, four armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Toss. A slimy, gelatinous. Mm, what are you hauling? Goo thing. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. Everybody except Hank is in their bed being woken up to alarms. What do y'all want? Wee-woo. Wee-woo. <laughs> yes, like that. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to get on the intercom. Uh, Captain, uh, contact with foreign vessel imminent. Please hurry up here. On my way. So I jump out of bed into my shoes that are always ready by the bed and rush to the bridge. And then I'm going to uh, holler down to Joe. Joe, perhaps you should come up for any diplomatic situations we might run across. Okay. Not Joe. Your name is not Joe. Your yeah. name is Kyan. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, Kyan, yeah, he, he he's a little bit a little bit startled awake, but but he's good. He's he's throwing on some clothes, and he'll uh, he'll be up there in a sec. All right. Is Rico going to join him on the bridge too? or? Yeah, I mean, probably. She'll like saunter in eventually. <laughs> She's a cat. She's pissed <laughs> off about being woken up. So, uh, and she also, uh, she needs a lot of sleep. So, yeah, she'll swing by when she can be bothered. Sure, sure. This doesn't seem to have anything to do with you. So why are they bothering you? Well, I assume they've like forgotten to turn the alarm off whilst they're like, so eventually it's just like, she's going to go to the bridge 
so that she can turn the fucking alarm off, if nothing else. <laughs> that tracks. So it sounds like Rico's not there yet, but Kyan and Rory are both reaching the bridge. And as you do, Shipcom announces, I have detected a two-person light scout ship of a Bratum design en route. Uh-oh. They will intercept us in 10 minutes. Kyan is not happy about this. Yeah, so I look at Kyan and go, aren't those the people that enslaved your people? Yeah. And there's a huge bounty on free Matorbs because they believe that we should all be back on the home planet because if we're there, then we can be more easily controlled. Shipcom, do... You estimate we have time to do some sort of evasive maneuvers, or are they locked onto us? This ship, the good ship, Cautious Optimism, (laughs) which is nice, does not exceed the Bratum ship in speed or maneuverability. It is unlikely we can escape them. Do they have weapons on their ship? Like, does the ship have, have weapons? They have one missile launcher. Error, error, error. Cannot locate cautious optimism's weapon systems. <laughs> yeah. It is an error. I agree. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my question. Does the type of ship that is coming at us have sensor arrays that would be able to tell who is on the ship? Negative. All right, so I think I'm just going to hop into the secret cargo hold, and then you guys can just claim that there's not a Matorb on board. All right. I walk with you when you're going down there to the ship's hold, to the secret hold. Okay. And as we're walking there, Sakayan, in the event that we have to engage with these people, we're going to need to get both of them on this ship, which means we might have to pretend like we've captured you and you might have to cause a fuss because I can't kill them from over here. We're going to have to get both of them over onto this ship. Right. So just go with whatever it is I'm saying and know that I don't mean it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a plan. And I have no problem pretending I'm a stowaway. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. Run back up to the bridge. <laughs> and if Rico has gotten there by now. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you probably bump into Rico somewhere in like either on the way there or on the way back. You like bump into Rico, who's scowling and <laughs> muttering under her breath. So I relay what's going on to Rico and then I say so that when I finally get to where Hank can hear me, you guys, we might have to lie. If they want to get on this ship, we're gonna have to get both of them on the ship. Because we can't fight off a missile. <laughs> no, we absolutely cannot, Captain. So in that case, we might need to, to do a little lying and a little subterfuge, which I'm not comfortable doing, but oh, I, I feel am. I'll have to. <laughs> I'm extremely comfortable. <laughs> ETA, five minutes. Act normal and casual. We're going to pretend there's no Matorb on the ship. Hey, Shipcom. Yes. Under no circumstances, reveal that there's a Matorb on the ship. Understood. Implementing lying subroutine. <laughs> <laughs> I love being on this ship. <laughs> Working great, Shipcom. Working great. Shipcom, is there any fresh coffee? Shipcom is not plugged into the coffee maker. 
I will add this to the list of upgrades for Hank. I'm going to go and get some coffee if I have to be awake at this time of night. If you had been in cryostasis, you would be oh, fresh and please alert. Please stop the thing talking. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine coming out of cryostasis takes longer than 10 minutes. So, Yes, but there are still many advantages. We will discuss it later. Yeah. I'll put that on the list. <laughs> you are receiving a hail. Beep, beep, boop. I go over to the bridge. Go ahead. This is a cautious optimism. Who's this? Hello. This is Captain Erklish Spawn of the Lavoon. I am captain of this ship, and I am here to arrest a uh, fugitive that uh, has been reported to be aboard your vessel. He is a uh, Matorb by the name of Kayun. He is accused of many crimes, and he needs to be returned to our homeworld of Brato to stand trial. Well, Captain, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know where you got your information from, but we don't have any Matorb on this ship. He was spotted on your vessel when you were at the Falcon Rock station. Don't think it's likely he's left your ship since then, so. Well, I don't think it's likely that I wouldn't know who was on my ship. I believe you may be covering for him. A lot of non-Bratums feel some kind of... Uh, you just you don't know the Matorb the way that we do, and you tend to cover for their crimes and whatnot. But Hank's getting heated at this point because, <laughs> like... He understands the oppression that Kyan's gone through, and like, I, like I, I'm, I'm just like tr- fighting so hard not to just burst out at him. So, uh, C- Captain uh, Spawn, is that what you said? Your name was Captain Spawn. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, I understand that you have your thoughts and opinions, and that's great, and you can keep them over there on your ship. I don't see what authority you have to do anything on the cautious optimism or do anything to me. I'm, I'm a citizen of the Alliance of, of Planets. I think it was called. And the, the point is. <laughs> <laughs> that, At least tell me that's what you said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I don't know why I need to even be talking to you right now. I don't really see the point. What, what? There is a warrant out for his arrest. And as a licensed bounty hunter, it's my obligation and my right to track him down. Okay, well, I'm not going to help you do your job, because that seems like uh, a lose-lose situation for me. And I'm just going to tell you again, uh, there's no there's no Matorbs in this ship, so good luck to you. And I just cut off the comm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hung up on him. I turn around to the rest of the crew and go, uh, go get your weapons, because we're going to get them to get on board this ship. I'm ready, Captain. And you, you can see Hank is furious. So... At this point, Shipcom says they are preparing an external clamp. They are attempting to seize the vessel. No doubt the next step would be to board us. Should I... Uh... Do anything? Yes. If you could do anything, do it. Captain, Captain, <laughs> Captain. Hear, hear, hear me out. Okay. Allow them to latch on and let me see if I can, you know, sabotage their airlock. Okay, that works for me. Because here's my here's my my thinking, guys. If he's worth a lot of money and they think he's on this ship, I don't think they're going to blow us up. Right. There's obviously a bounty on his head. He said as much. So he's worth something. Let's see if he's worth losing their lives over. And I would like to 
Okay. Shipcom. Allow them to attach to me or to, to me, to the cautious <laughs> optimism and work with me and help me sabotage their airlock so that it fails on their side. And then as soon as we can get it to fail, I need you to d- detach from their gangplank. Affirmative. I will continue running engines at full power until you are in position in the docking bay, at which point I will stop the vessel and allow them to dock. Is this acceptable? Sounds perfect. Um, Rico, do you think you can help me with this? Yes, yes, yes. I've had some coffee now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we're going to go down to the docking bay. She sort of stretch, like she stretches as like as she's walking along. She's just like, oh, yeah. This might be a life and death situation, <laughs> but it's still, it was nap time. It's what ifs. So I've got my gun on me. Kyan, did you take a gun with you into the hold? Yeah. He's sitting there <laughs> ready to go. I'll go to where the airlock is, where where they would be potentially boarding if they do get on. But on the way there, I'm going to run by to where Kyan is hiding and knock on the top of the little door and say, if it's not one of us, kill it. <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> then run back to where the airlock is. Actually, for him, that is a problem because he has the disadvantage yeah. cannot kill. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> oh... I don't have that disadvantage, so let's go. Nope. <laughs> uh, just for your information, Rico only has a knife and her claws. She doesn't, she's not very, she's not really built for combat. She can run away really quickly. That's good. That works. <laughs> yeah, it's a small ship. Not really many places to run, but if, yeah. if you have, if you have to, Rico, run. <laughs> All right. So we're in the docking bay. Um, Shipcom, we are here now. We are ready. I've got my computer ready. Rico's got a laptop ready. Maybe we can, or her iPad ready, and we can tap into their systems and do the deed. Confirmed. Initiating all stop. And you hear the gentle hum of the engine slowly die down. And a moment later, the ship is shaken as if something just struck it. Docking has completed. They are attempting to open the airlocks. All right, shipcom. Rico, here we go. Let, let's sabotage their airlock. Okay. So everyone's going to roll. This is going to be very difficult. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what I'm imagining is as soon as this, uh, I guess there's this narrow walkway like you would see between two branches of a hospital or something, and it's just like coming across. Mm-hmm. So once it's locked in place... Like when they're walking across it, if we disengage and slam our airlock shut, that's going to put them in a very bad situation. All right, so that's what you're attempting <laughs> to do. You're yes, and you're trying to do it while while they're in the little yes. cord connecting <laughs> the two ships. Come on over. There would be safeties to prevent that sort of thing from happening on accident or on on purpose. I mean. Well, we also have the most sophisticated ship's computer there is. And I think think with them locked onto us, we have some level of wiring connected between us and the umbilical cord. So, Shipcom, I'm going to need you to sabotage that wiring to stop their fail-safes. It's definitely possible. I just want to reiterate, this is a very difficult thing to do. 
That's fine. That's why, you know, it's not difficult to do. Uh, hold a gun on the airlock. <laughs> right. Wait to see if that thing pops open. That's real easy. Captain will call that plan B. <laughs> All right. It, it keeps failing me, but I'm going to roll for engineering. I mean. Well, this is this is the time if it's going to succeed. All right. <laughs> well, this is it. Here we go. Crossed. This is the moment. That's a 10. Success by two. Ooh. And do you want... Do you want me to roll for like programming or something? Maybe you could assist Shipcom with trying to prevent their system from opening your door. Okay, yeah. so that's you know, hacking. software-wise. Yeah. Oh yeah. Four, nine, ten. Oh, it's success by one. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh close. All right. Ten. So, so as so Rory as I'm sorry, um, Rico, as as Rico, 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 as you're uh, sitting there trying to hack into their system and everything with Shipcom helping, which is actually a huge help, you suddenly realize that there is an unauthorized admin login on your own system, and you would suspect that they are perhaps trying to do something similar and hack into your ship at the same time. It's a hack off. Uh, small problem. <laughs> uh yes they're also hacking us it's just rude right like who hacks into people <laughs> as you're right. doing it to them well i can't possibly imagine we'd start this <laughs> don't start none won't be none all right you're gonna have to double down your efforts and not only hack their system but you're going to have to Unhack their hack, Rico. I can assist with what limited programming skills I have. Oh, well, I mean, I'll give it a go, but um, think nice things about the dice. Oh, 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 no, failed oh, no. by uh, six, 11, 12, 13, failed by two. No, failed by one. Failed by one. Failed by one. Okay. Failed by one. I'm going to come in with a programming assist, see if this helps anything or makes it worse. All right. Oh, yeah. That's a seven. Success by five. Oh, wow. Okay. So do you want to either defend against their hack or push your hacking progress forward? Oof. Mm. Tough choice. Um... Let's lean on the captain and see what she thinks. Yeah. So, Captain, we're having a tough situation here. You've overheard it. The sabotage is successful, but if we push on through, they're hacked into our system. What should take priority? Shipcom, are we still going to be able to do the maneuver if they hack into your system? Which I'm very disappointed is able to be hacked, by the way. <laughs> to increase defense against hacking, you should purchase the software upgrade. Oh, Lord. <laughs> our 30-day trial is over. Um... It is unknown <laughs> what systems they will attempt to access if their hack is successful. I do not know what they will do. Okay, Captain, uh, here's what I can tell you. Regardless of what system they are able to hack, we have the ability to at least make some bush repairs to get us to where we're going. If they get on this ship, there's a high success that we will either A, die, or B, at the least, lose Dr. Cayenne. Never seen me shoot Hank, but okay. Yeah, I did. I shot. I shot old uh, drug boy. I know, but you didn't see me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at shooting. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, do whatever you think is best. 
So we're pushing forwards with our hack. Is that what's going on? That's the way I'm leaning. Yeah. Okay. So a lot going on at once. Okay. So you're trying with your hack to disconnect the umbilical cord while they're in the tube. Yes. So that their eyeballs get sucked out of their heads. Right. And that is, and you've already succeeded with your engineering. So the physical aspect is good. Yes. All right. There is a banging noise on your side of the airlock as if someone is trying to open it, but Hank has secured it so it's not opening like it's supposed to. And then suddenly the airlock on their end opens. You know what? The umbilical cord would have to extend from them to you. So I think the umbilical cord would disconnect from your end. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My amount of time spent watching The Expanse indeed tells me that that is the case. (laughs) (laughs) So the little green light on the airlock door that indicates a pressure tight seal turns red. And suddenly you hear a loud banging as if someone's just going, you know, pounding on your airlock door. And then that stops. Did it work? I think it worked. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As a Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Cautious Optimism. We're still doing quicker intermissions this week because I'm on the final stretch of traveling the U.S. with my husband. If you want to hear about my road trip misadventures so far, you can check out the latest episodes of Geekitude, where I'll be talking about the trip, and hopefully those will be coming out soon. We, we have fallen a little behind because we have been on the road. Until then, hello from Fredericksburg, Texas. There's some fun chit-chat going on on our dedicated As The Dice Roll Slack channel. Be sure to check that out. You can also check out our Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP. And on my travels, I was able to meet up with Beige, who plays Haas, and Bama Shocks, who is, of course, our very own Hank Crawford. So if you want to see us hanging out, go check out our Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll. Check those out and give us a like. Tell us what you think. You can, of course, always email us at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Or if you want to leave us a voice message, you can do so by clicking on the link on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. That's it for me this week. I'll be back on Tuesday, July 27th with the next episode of What Is Not. But until then, let's see if our crew were able to evade the bounty hunters after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. Umbilical cord has been disconnected. I see two life forms 
maneuvering outside the vessel using jetpacks. Of course. Also, they have downloaded our ship manifest and other ship system data. Hmm. Well, they're not completely stupid. (laughs) We should leave and let them have to catch us again. Do we need to take any action to try again to evict their hacker? The hack has been disconnected. It was a physical connection facilitated by the umbilical cord. I am now disconnected from them and vice versa. Okay. So, yeah, we should probably just leave. Shipcom, can you get us out of here? Activating engines. And the gentle hum returns as the engines fire up. Can you angle the rump of the engines towards these life forms? Try to cook them, Shipcom. Attempting. One life form has attached to the exterior of the vessel with some sort of hook. The other life form has been left behind. It appears to be maneuvering towards its own vessel. That's fine. Shipcom, based on what you know of our ship's physiology, is there a way to energize the exterior hull of the ship? That's, that seems ambitious. Yes, you will need to disconnect the power couplings from the main systems and reconnect them to the external ship plating. That will render all ship systems offline, but the external <laughs> shell of the ship will be electrified. Uh, I'm not certain. I think that's the best of all possible plans. Yeah, we could not. just go out and grab a hostage to ensure that they're not going to blow up our ship. I don't know that we have jetpacks or, you know, spacesuits. That was probably on the list. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Well, now we can have one. Well, now, there's one we could go get. We can we can check one jetpack off the list. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we want a hostage? Because that other one that isn't stuck to our ship is getting back into their ship to chase us, and we cannot get away. So we need leverage. Shipcom, do we do we have the necessary supplies to make a a makeshift spacesuit so that we can retrieve this? We must intruder? have at least, we must have at least one spacesuit, like. I mean, I've got duct tape. Surely I can find a fishbowl somewhere. I mean, no, I think we definitely have a spacesuit. I think that was in our original. Yeah. yeah. And like, I think spaceships come with spacesuits. I think that's a, like, I think that's just a given. I don't, yeah. Like, I don't, well, I, don't. I mean, when they're brand new, they do. If you, if you buy a car secondhand, it doesn't necessarily come with a spare tire. But, but it uh, does yeah, come do with seatbelts, right? <laughs> you, do have, you do have spacesuit. There is a spacesuit. These are pressurized suits. They have life support systems. They don't have jetpacks on them. Okay. I mean, that seems fair. They have magnetic boots, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go get him. I'm not a feared. Let's do it. A feared? Or her. I don't care. I'm going to grab Captain Rory by the arm, look her in the eye and be like, look, if something goes wrong and you float off into space, I don't know if I trust Shipcom to land us safely. No offense, Shipcom. But what if I go out there? Shipcom's reply is blocked by Rico's new programming. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate what you're saying, Hank. You've been through a lot for this ship that doesn't even belong to you. (laughs) I feel, I just, I feel like, why don't we both go? This is ridiculous. Let's both go out there. What? Why are you both going out there? Because this guy with the jetpack could also have, like, jet weapons and stuff. 
Well, my thought was, if you go out, Captain, I can stay here and control the tether that's going to keep you in case you go unconscious and I can physically reel you in. Okay. And I'll also be spacesuited since I'll be in an unairlocked environment at that point. So just in case I have to come out, I can come out. Okay. Can Kyan hear any of this? <laughs> you should have been retrieved by now. Yeah, I would have told you to come out by now. <laughs> Oh, okay. So then he's going to suggest, well, why don't we just open the door for him and let him come in? I mean, obviously, he's not just going to hang out out there. Okay. That does seem like a slightly better plan if the idea is to get him inside the vessel. I don't know. I want to see him. I want to be able to see him before he gets in. I want to see what he's bringing in with him. If we do have to fight him, it would be better to do it on the inside? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Would it not? I mean, it seems like the GM is pushing us very, very firmly in that direction. <laughs> is there any, this, I mean, I know we don't have external speakers, which I disagree with wholeheartedly. <laughs> it's a bad plan. Is there any way for us to see outside of the ship? Do we have any kind of external camera? <laughs> like um, a reversing yeah. camera or something. Right. <laughs> like a docking and stuff. I imagine the ship having some windows. And also, yeah, there'd be cameras all over. Side mirrors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how so, else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just a lot of like Amazon Blink cameras taped to it. It's fine. <laughs> it works. It's fine. <laughs> um, what does this being have on them? They are in a pretty fancy looking spacesuit, although it's covered in scratches and dings and, and whatnot. It has a jet pack. It has a very ominous looking helmet that you can't see its eyes through. It appears to be uh, attached to the ship with some kind of a grappling hook extending from its backpack. It has strapped to its, you know, belt area, uh, some kind of big old gun. And at the moment, it is pulling itself towards your ship. And in its hand, it appears to have some kind of plasma torch or some kind of welding equipment, obviously designed to work in space. Um, I think we should probably not permit it to weld its way through the hull. Right. <laughs> That's why I wanted to go outside and shoot it. <laughs> we should either go outside and help him in or open the door so that he doesn't cut his own door. So I'm already putting on the spacesuit. Okay. Either way, I'm going to go out there to either invite him in or with my gun pointed at him or to yeah. just destroy him. See, seeing Captain committed, I'll put on my spacesuit too. Um, Rico, Cayenne, if you can stay on the positively charged side of the airlock while we, we do this, just in case. Of course. Definitely. So in the time it takes you to suit up, Shipcom will... Well, you're looking at him on the camera, so you can see that he has reached the ship's hull, and he has ignited his little cutter tool, and it is very slowly burning a hole through the hull. But it's going to take him a little while to cut through. And you're ready to step out the airlock if you want. Let's do it. I'll attach the captain's tether to a ring bolt in docking bay. <laughs> so there is a skill specifically for zero gravity type stuff. And as soon as you step out the airlock, you're outside the artificial gravity field. I don't think anybody has that. Kelly, I guess, is the only one that would need it right this second. I wonder, is that not in my wildcard supplement for pilot? It might be. I still don't entirely understand how the wildcard stuff works. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> I'm looking right now. I think wildcards just mean that we're super good. 
Uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a very generous interpretation from the players. Wildcard says, I'm going to put all of my points in one thing. <laughs> yeah, there basically is like, instead of having to buy individual, like every type of engineering, you get kind of the batch engineering, but you don't get everything about it. You get what specifically is applicable to your specific wildcard skill. Yeah, that's like I, I took Artificer and I think I actually suffer a bit for it because my roles are not as strengthened had I just concentrated on engineering and mechanicing. And I don't I don't know that piloting would necessarily Yeah, it just says it's basically just ship ha- handling, but it's all ship handling. Okay. All right. Well, let's do a dexterity. Dex minus four. So Yikes. For this is dex minus four to just being able to be outside. Yeah, as you're exiting from the airlock into you know zero g, trying to get your magnetic boots aligned with the hull and everything. Just that transition. How well do you do with that? I made it by one. I've got a twelve dex and I rolled a seven. All right. So I feel like as you exited to the outside, there was just a moment. Right, like where the camera zooms in on your feet, and for just a second, <laughs> neither of your feet are touching the hull. And right. oh no! And but then one foot lowers and clamps onto the hull, and you're okay. <laughs> your center of gravity is now in a different direction because it's aligned with the outside of the hull, and you are walking on your spaceship. The second I can get a clean line of sight to Guy with Torch, I would like to shoot his jetpack to get his attention because we can't hear each other. Because it's space. Despite your banging sound system? I mean, (laughs) that's for in their atmosphere. (laughs) All right. I don't think even the banging sound system overcomes the lack of physical atoms in the spatial environment required (laughs) to transmit sound. We got to disturb the air to make a sound, man. All right. Well, so to uh, fire your gun, you're going to use your gun skill. Right. Which, let me just get that sheet back up. So my gun is at a 14. Sweet. So yeah. I do two things. Roll your six dice. Get 14 or less. Oh, mm. so close. 13. Six, 13. That's my one. <laughs> I'm rusty, you guys. Shooting in zero G, is not, it's not something I practice often. It would be different. What kind of gun do you have? Is it a slug thrower? Oh, no, it's a laser. It's the the standard laser gun. Oh, a laser gun. Okay. Yeah. That would behave the same whether there's gravity or not, I suppose. Yeah, mine wouldn't have worked. So we get a cool flash of red light as your laser gun goes off. And uh, pew! his rocket pack is now on fire. <laughs> not really on fire, I guess, but there is a gas emitting from the rocket pack into space and his helmet turns and looks at you i do the universal finger crook for come this way (laughs) (laughs) you've just shot his jetpack yep that limits his ability to maneuver you don't say (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh no (laughs) darn man so rude In response to your calling him over, he puts his welder on his back, and he's reaching for his gun. Shoot him again. And I've got fast draw. All right. Make another attack roll. Success by three. Wow. Okay. It's time to roll damage. 
I haven't rolled damage yet. <laughs> this is very <laughs> exciting. All right, hold on. Let me find out what it is. It is... What is 3D PI plus one? Did this? Did my sheet not transfer over? Oh, the PI means piercing. Uh, okay. Yeah, just 3D plus one is what it sounds like. So, And this is GURP, so it's 3D6. Yep, yep, 3D6. All right. And the piercing would apply if I understood more about armor types and whatnot, but... Ooh. 12. Youch. Plus one. 12. Plus, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, laser guns are quite dangerous, right? Yeah. (laughs) They're pretty dangerous. They're kind of designed to be that way specifically. (laughs) There is a flash of red light and um, explosion right on his chest. And his body kind of goes limp. And he floats off until pulled taut by the grapple hook that's still hooked on the ship. And the ship is under power, so he is now being pulled, (laughs) dragged through space, his body limp. And I imagine he's kind of going thunk, 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 thunk against the hull. like a kite. Oh, my God. Well, kind of, but in no atmosphere. (laughs) Nice. Can I get to the grappling hook from where I'm at? Sure, you can. It would take a little bit of time because it's hard to maneuver in this situation. But, yeah, you can do it. My goal is to grab the grappling hook and bring it inside. Because now, I mean, free welder. We need to we need to loot the body. <laughs> God. Loot the body. <laughs> but we need to make sure he's dead. Loot the body that is grappled to the outside of your ship. <laughs> Look, these are all choices he made. We were flying along, mind your own business. <laughs> it's just, it's a very difficult body to loot at this point <laughs> it's not just laying dead on the floor of a dungeon oh, it's flapping in the non-wind of space we're gonna bring him in gravity's not our enemy here i can bring him in all right um hank yes you're still in the ship right yes i'm at the base of the tether inside the ship i imagine i've seen the red flashes and i'm wondering what's going on do our space suits have peer-to-peer radios yeah yeah you'd have little radios to talk to each other yeah Captain, what is going on out there? I got you a welder. Here, help me drag this guy inside the ship to make sure he's dead. <laughs> uh, okay, I I guess I need to throw her a second tether to tie onto the grappling hook, because as soon as the grappling hook comes loose, I'm sure he's going to come loose. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Yeah, so I put a carabiner around the grappling hook. I got no problem with that. <laughs> All right. As you've attached the other tether to the grappling hook, and Kells is outside working on that, Shipcom comes over the ship's speakers so that Hank and Rico and Kyan can hear him. He says, the other vessel is closing on us and we are being hailed. Who wishes to answer? The captain is outside of my comm range. I, 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 I can reach the captain, Shipcom, and I'll relay the information. I mean, probably not Kyan, right? <laughs> My suggestion would have definitely been Kyun at this point. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I think the jig is up and they know I'm here. Yeah, now let Kyun answer. Yeah, I'm answering the hail. Okay, do it. <laughs> All right, so he hits the button and he's like, what? <laughs> this is Captain Erklish Spawn. You've killed one of my men. You obviously have... Wait, who am I speaking to? You're speaking to Kyun Brun. Doctor. And if you keep pursuing us, 
there's no way we're going to be able to get your guy back in here and try and save his life. Wow. How does it feel? If you had just turned yourself over in the first place, a man wouldn't be dead now, would he? He hangs up. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. A lot of hanging up on people this episode. Look. Send a text. We respond better to text. <laughs> <laughs> Who calls anymore? <laughs> I know. I love too. We're like kind of like we'll, we're going to try to save your guy. Meanwhile, like uh, Rory's out there drinking blood out of his skull already. Like what? Oh whoop! <laughs> what? <laughs> supposed to, what? Oh crap! Put his body back in the suit. <laughs> well, I totally picture it like. When you said loot it, it was like if, if this was Space Diablo, it's like everything would have flown out of him, but it would have yeah. drifted off into yeah. space. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Get him in and intact so we can pick his pockets. <laughs> All right. So uh, Rory has successfully attached the tether to the grappling hook. Yeah. And then I suppose you freed the grappling hook from the hull of the ship so that it can be pulled in, right? Yeah, and I'm real irritated because it went right through the vinyl sticker that we had put on. Oh, <laughs> and so I'm out there with a credit card trying to smooth that back over. <laughs> the details already been messed up. Well, it'll match the ship better then. <laughs> so is Hank pulling... The body's tether in. Yeah, I'm going to pull the body's tether in. I'm sure okay. Captain can, can, you know, walk back in. Yeah, she can yeah. do that. Yeah, go ahead and make a strength check, Hank. Oof, not one of my strong suits. Oh, that's a hard fail. It's zero G, though. That's a fail by four, though. Mass is still a thing. It, mass is still a thing. And, I mean, you're moving. The ship yeah. is moving it's oh, not yeah. accelerating you've got a whole so, bunch of accelerate well so that yeah you've got a whole bunch of probably angular momentum and shit like that's that's right it's not gonna be straightforward <laughs> yeah and at this point if you told shipcom to stop the ship then your dead guy would just whiz past you at the speed the ship has been going so that's not great either so yeah that's dangerous yeah this isn't simple can i assist well I've not, I've not even seen gravity. This sort of maneuver is very, very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, I mean, Kells is walking back towards the airlock. So I guess the question then is, do you want to try to assist or do you want to try to get yourself back to the airlock? Well, of course I would like to live. So I'd like to try to get myself back in the airlock first and then assist if I survive. Okay. So let's say it's taken you about a minute to get back to the airlock. And when you do, you realize that Hank hasn't had any success pulling the dead body towards you. So if you would both like to make a strength roll now to work together. Okay. Well, I mean, I already made one strength roll and failed. So am I making a new one or going by that? You make a new one. Make a new one. Let's try Let's try again. I succeed by two. Believe it or not, that's a success by one. All right. So using the power of teamwork, the two of you are getting the body pulled in. And yeah, let's say you're just getting it into the airlock and the airlock is just closed. When you hear a ship come say, red alert, enemy vessel has fired, missile incoming. Oh, crap. Brace for impact. And then it fades to black and we see the words to be continued. No! <laughs> Next time on Cautious Optimism. Run protocol Peter 1.7. Brace for impact. Three, two, one. Kaboom! 
The ship is rocked back and forth. I am receiving a hail. I would like to offer you another opportunity to simply surrender the Matorb. The best thing for everyone is I just turn myself in. How much is the bounty on the Matorb? You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek Media.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 